Hello, 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 hello. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the fourth podcast of my episode. Today, we are going to talk on, I would say, a story on uh, how women live their life in 2075 with equality and dignity. And to be very honest, it's not a story. It's more of a dream of which I have seen you have seen and we all have envisioned that yes it's possible so the podcast goes by the title a refreshing right of equality in the life of a woman and i am zia you know i have been thinking a lot lately do you remember how in my last podcast i talked about sharing things with the people you trust to cope with anxiety well i have been a bit disturbed lately because of some problems in my friends life so i decided to share this stuff with you all i know that it will help me calm down but i am also secretly hoping that maybe someone amongst you will help my friend with some advice i met this friend on fuja an online platform empowering women globally and i think that all of us need to do something about our situation isn't helping people to express themselves the most important thing for us fujites so you is what i have been wondering i have always been a believer in dreams being a romantic at heart has its cons i guess as a kid i used to think that rapunzel will rebel and escape her obsessive mother cinderella will take a stand for herself and sleeping beauty she is going to sue that prince for kissing her without consent and my mother she is a brave woman growing up she taught me the difference between right and wrong she wanted me to think for myself make my own decisions and have a voice she wasn't really a feminist per se i doubt if she ever read wolf or wolstone craft but she knew what it meant to be free naturally i grew up wanting more more representation of women in the school council more job opportunities in the police department and more respect in marriage and in any sector any space per se i know that i rant a lot <laughs> but what else can i do but talk about the things that stress me out i have recently been talking to amanda a lot We are virtual friends. She's from Texas and we met on Fuja when she commented on one of my blogs. She is such a sweetheart, but she is going through a lot lately. Why did I start talking about Amanda out of the blue? Because I have been thinking about something she sent me through Fuja. Frankly, I am worried about her, but I don't know how to help her out. It is this diary entry that she sent me and it has made me think about a lot of things. Wait, let me read it out for you. It was my decision to get married to Phil. I don't have anyone else to blame. It is not like we have grown out of love. We've grown out of respect. Of course he cares for me, is a gentleman, but he does not understand my need to be self-sufficient. 
I guess why my mother was skeptical about me getting married to him. She was not being a racist when she tried to warn me from getting married to a white. No, I'm not saying that we have issues because of the difference in our ethnicities, but lately I have been feeling like I'm not an equal. He says he needs to be headstrong to protect me from the big bad world that I am a great cook, an excellent wife, and a perfect mother. But if it is so, then why can I not be a great market here too? A good businesswoman, maybe. I have told him several times that I feel trapped, that there is no scope for improvements in my role as a wife, mother, or a housemaker. I need something more. It is not like I want his permission to be the businesswoman I want to be. I just don't want to fight for my rights or upset him when I start a new chapter in my life. Do you get my point? Fighting for my rights? How romantic does it sound to you? Where did the old me go who was always present in the front line of every protest during a college days, unafraid of the police beatings and tear gases? I guess I do not want to upset him. Then I tell you that I love him. Did his wedding vows not say that he will be supportive of every decision I take, that we will be together in sickness and in health? Anyway, I think I have ranted enough. It is late and the weekend is over. A new day, a new week comes tomorrow. But what news will it ever have for me? No, I shouldn't be pessimistic. I'm happy. Nine thirty. I have never gotten up this late ever. The kids will be late for their school. Jesus will never make it to the bus stop in time. Where are the kids? Where's Phil? Why can't I find them? I looked for them all over and realized the car keys were gone. As I had to calm myself down, I reached out for a bottle of water. Phil had stuck a note on the refrigerator. He had made the kids some breakfast and was on his way to drop them to school. He knew that I was up till three last night working on my new project, so he didn't bother to wake me up. My pancakes were in the microwave, and he had also prepared a tuna sandwich for me to take to work. Kids, school, project, pancakes, sandwich, work. Something was weird, weirdly good. My Google notification reminded me that I had a client meeting at eleven in a cafe nearby. I had no idea what it was about, but decided to go with the flow. Then things appeared to be good in this morning. As I checked my wardrobe to get ready for the meeting, I noticed that my clothes had changed overnight. I picked up a striped black suit and some pearl earrings and booked an Uber to the cafe. Apparently, this person was a hotelier who had liked my designs and wanted my team to do the interior of his new hotel in Sydney. I couldn't believe my eyes. Trust me, I could not. He showed me the few changes he wanted in this hotel, and I was stunned when I saw the design. It was the one from just before Brianna's birth. Later that night, after the kids had fallen asleep, and I told Phil about what had happened, he told me that he knew the client would love the design. He was confident of my capabilities. He apologized for not being supportive after Brianna, and said that he was proud of me. Later that night, we went to the terrace and we looked at the stars. 
It has been a habit of looking at the stars while sipping from a glass of red wine every time something big happens. We think the changes are supposed to be welcomed in the grand manner, so what if the ritual is dramatic? I believe that the beauty of such things is reduced if they become regular things. Maybe that is why the stars looked all the more lovely as we looked them at after 5 years, I guess. Cuddled under a special red blanket. We were out on a camping trip, sitting cuddled up in this blanket near a blazing bonfire when he had proposed to me out of nowhere. He said that he knew what he wanted and he did not need a ring to propose. We made Orion our engagement ring. The sky seemed perfect that day. I had gotten all that I had been craving for: respect, equality, dignity, love, attention. We heard Dylan scream from his bed. Together has been getting some nightmares lately. We rushed downstairs, filled with the wine glasses and I with a red blanket. I don't remember what happened next. I guess I tripped over the blanket and found myself lying on my bed, sweating profusely. Ah, it seems like a hypnotic jerk. I hate them. I checked the time. It's 4 a.m. 3 hours to go before I have to get up. As I go to get some water from the refrigerator, I find the note from the last morning missing. I remember leaving it there the day long. After all, it had made me feel special after years. I check my emails and I cannot find any related to the meeting I had yesterday. My old wardrobe is back too and the tattered red blanket is neatly folded and kept in the bottom shelf. I see Freud's interpretation of dreams lying upside down on my side table. He said that what a person sees in his dreams is what he has been longing for in his subconsciousness. Hadn't I recently gotten the things that I had been craving for? I turn around and see Phil's heavy chest moving up and down as he sleeps innocently next to me. Was it all a dream? You get me now, right? I think Amanda needs some help, but I don't know how to tell her this. She loves Phil, but she should not give up on her dreams. And because I cannot tell this to her directly, I am saying it out loud in front of you all. Amanda knows who she is. I have changed her name and state, you see. I believe that every woman should get what she deserves. And if she isn't getting it, she should fight for it. Nothing in this world comes to you easy. Even the food that you enjoy needs a huge amount of effort to be brought to your plate. I know things shouldn't be like this and equality and dignity should be a basic right for everyone. But if you're not getting them in your life, you should fight back. You deserve them. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live. Dear listeners, I understand that it is easier said than done, but if you need any help from my side, I am always there for you. Just log into Fuja and you will see me looking at you and talking to you through written words on my page. At Fuja, we believe in an equal opportunity for all, without any exceptions. If you need a safe space to showcase your talent and creativity or to speak out your mind, then Fuja is the platform you're looking for. Who knows maybe your Amanda will get us here too. And on this positive note, I will take off. You have a great day, okay?
Also, don't miss me. I'll be back soon. Bye bye.